Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, friends. Welcome to another solo episode of the Marketing Your Practice podcast. This is going to be a short one today. I'm going to share a little story. I've been in a cranky mood this week. Okay, I got to admit, COVID has got the better of me this week, and I've had a case up until just even this morning of some really stinking thinking. I'm going to share that with you, and I'm going to share what broke me out of it and why I feel really happy and back on purpose and ready to serve again now. So, but before I do that, I want to tell you about a great podcast interview that I had this morning, Nima uh, Ramoni. Um, I think I've said that right. I had an interview with Nima this morning. Man, we had a great chat. If you ever feel like you're an imposter, uh, and if you don't, then you probably lie about other things too, because we all feel it. Feeling like an imposter is actually part of what's often referred to as the hero's journey. I think part of life is evolution, and by that I mean us evolving into being called for more and bigger things. And when we have a calling inside of us, the first thing that we want to do is we want to say no to that. Remember the movie The Matrix? If you haven't seen The Matrix, it's one of my favorite movies. Um, In the early days of when there is that call there for Neo, it says, hey, Neo, you're the one, you're the special one. He goes, no, I'm not, no, I'm not. So maybe there's a calling inside of you at the moment. Maybe it's to have more impact in your community. Maybe it's to stop being a health practitioner, become a painter. Uh, Who knows what it is there too. But there's a calling inside of you. And then there's part of you that is rejecting that calling. It's the fear that goes along with it. I want you to know that's totally normal. It's part of the hero's journey. And I want you to ignore that. Okay, keep listening. Keep checking in with your heart. We talk a lot about this on the upcoming episode with Nima. So I think that'll be coming out in the... 140s, maybe episode 140. So keep an eye out for that one. So as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, so we're here in Melbourne at the time I'm recording this at the moment. We've just got that second wave business that everybody was kind of talking about. And it would appear that we might be about to kind of go into deeper lockdown again. And I felt a bit exhausted and overwhelmed by it all. And I feel like we're this whole thing is an overreaction. So these are the conversations that are going on inside my mind. Not again. I'm massive amounts of empathy and compassion for my patients because many of them are really worried about their jobs. You know, I'm seeing some of the small cafes that I've been going to for, uh, you know, the last decade. One of them just closed recently. That made me feel sad. The cafe next to my work, Vin there, who I love, um, my daughter Mackenzie, who works for me part time, she says Vin is one of those guys that she'd die for. Like he's just the nicest dude in the world. And has always, for the eight years that he's been there, he's had a smile on his face each and every day when we go to get our morning coffees. And he hasn't had that smile on his face over the last two or three months because of the anguish and stress that it's causing him. And um, as things start to come out, Vin's allowed to have people going back into his cafe again. It's like, oh no, here we all go again. So on um, early on in the week, I was heading into one of the shopping centers. I needed to buy a gift for my beautiful wife. It's her birthday on Friday, um, if you see Loz, it's early July's her birthday. So happy birthday to her. And I'm going into Lululemon. She loves their stuff. I feel like I should have shares in their company. It's A stuff. I love it too. I wish I don't like their men's stuff as much, but I love their women's stuff. It looks amazing on Lauren. And, you know, it's just wash your hands when you go in there. Keep your distance. Um, this guy who I was dealing with that was difficult, which is not normal because normally staff at Lululemon are really great. And then I went to try and pay with cash at the end. And he says, we're not accepting cash and I heard him say in this really snarky voice, it probably wasn't a snarky voice. It's not like he's made the decision not to accept cash. It wasn't, you know, his bosses are telling him to do that as well. 
But I let out some kind of snide remark like, really, all this because of a cold? And he did the right thing and ignored me because that's what he should have done because I was being arrogant um, and out of line. And then I kind of wandered through the shopping centers, a couple of other things I needed to get. And man, I, I was just grumpy. I was, <laughs> I was just terrible. If you had have seen me walking along, you would have really kept away from me. I woke up this morning and um, I was thumbing through my Instagram. One of my gorgeous and dearest friends, Dr. Ange Gebbett, stunning chiropractor, uh, amazing woman, um, married also to an amazing man, Dr. Nick uh, McSeason, as well. I was looking on her Instagram feed and one of the stories popped up and it just said this. It said, bye-bye, first half of 2020. Thanks for expanding our capacity to love. And the moment I read that, like it shifted for me. I, I noticed this is what happens for me. My brain is constantly searching to find reality that reinforces what I'm thinking. So if I'm thinking that things are shitty and tough and terrible at the moment, my brain will find that everywhere. I'll see it on the news. I'll see it in the people around me. I'll see it in my family. It searches to find those things. Some people say that's the reticular activating system that does that part of the nerve system. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not irrelevant to what we're talking about now. But I also understand this. I'm a huge Tony Robbins fan, and I did a lot of his work 20 years ago, and there's some things that really stayed with me. Probably the fundamental thing that Tony taught me that stayed with me is this, is the quality of my life is in direct relationship to the quality of the questions that I'm asking myself. And the kind of questions that I was asking myself or things I was telling myself, certainly for all this week, was just how much of an inconvenience this is, how much this sucks, how much I feel completely out of control. I think that's an important word. I felt out of control. I wonder if you, do you, do you feel a little out of control? So I felt out of control and when I read that thing from Ange, that kind of quote there, it allowed me to spin things around and go, this has been an amazing opportunity for me to expand my capacity to love. I've been able to kind of ramp things up with audio media, create more podcasts. Um, there's no doubt my practice, I'm connecting even more with patients when I'm there. Audio media and the coaching has grown, all those kind of things there. Uh, there's been enormous ability for me to be able to not just my capacity to love, but my capacity to do these two things, serve and lead. So here's what I don't want to leave you with. I, want, I don't want to kind of go on forever about this too. But I was having a coaching session this morning with another great chiropractor, and she was feeling much the same way. And I was able to share that there is an opportunity again, as there was when all of this started, for us to step up and serve and lead our communities. Because as the time goes, it's kind of easy to do it at the start. We start with great momentum and energy, and it feels early in those, it feels easy in those early stages. But with time, we get a bit tired about it. But I think now the importance for service and leadership is even more important now than it was at the beginning because our communities are becoming emotionally, spiritually, and physically exhausted. I'm seeing it in my patients there as well. We have a story to be telling them. I think the story is this. The whole world is doing all these things to try and stop COVID, corona, all that kind of stuff there too. No one is talking to you about how do we create an environment where health thrives, not corona thrives, okay? They're telling you need to distance, they're telling us we need to not go out, they're telling us that we need to wash our hands, we need to wear masks. But no one's saying that maybe we should be being a little bit more grateful, we should be looking after our spines and nerve systems, we should be eating a little better, drinking more water, going for more walks, loving our families, having better and more important conversations as well. Our communities need that from us more than ever as well. So 
I'm now looking at this last three or four months and I'm grateful for its uh, what it has called of me, my capacity to serve more, to love more as, as well. And I want to invite you to join me with that. I want to invite you to share more content this week. Okay, put it out there. Help your audience step up, serve, and be a leader as well. I think that's it. That's all I wanted to share with you. I was cranky because I was having cranky thoughts. I got rid of those cranky thoughts. I feel much better. Pretty simple recipe anyway, hey? Anyway, gang, thanks for all that you do. Keep saving lives. I love you. Keep at it. See you back here soon. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come and check out the Community Influencer Program. It's my monthly coaching program where we take all this material and I'll work one-on-one with you to apply, implement, systematize, and help guide you and your practice to the next level. Now, you can join me on over at adiomedia.com forward slash join. That's adiomedia.com forward slash join. I'd love to see you in there.